When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Attention BetMGM customers. Have a friend who loves sports as much as you do? Here's a chance for both of you to earn a $50 bonus when they sign up through BetMGM's Refer-A-Friend program. Just sign into your BetMGM account and click on the Refer-A-Friend program to send your friend a message inviting them to register a new account in the same state you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up and makes a deposit, they'll receive a $50 bonus. And once your friend places a bet with their bonus and the wager is settled, you'll receive a $50 bonus as well. Share the excitement and get a $50 bonus every time you refer a friend to BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Ohio only. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in 30 days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Winning comes in all shapes and sizes. Every day there's an opportunity for a win, just like scratchers from the Virginia Lottery. Every day grab-and-go, every day giftable, every day fun. It's where anticipation meets instant gratification, and they're satisfying to scratch no matter the outcome. Like the new Virginia Lottery Scratcher Colossal Cash. It's loaded with $100 to $500 prizes. Now, that's an everyday win. Drive to the nearest Virginia Lottery retail location and pick up a scratcher today. Odds of winning any prize, 1 in 3.21. At Lowe's, we're your go-to for great gardening values every day. That's why we've lowered our price on select bagged mulch. Now starting at just $2.88 a bag. Mulch helps prevent weeds and retains moisture. And when you put it down around trees, shrubs, and flower beds, you'll see how beautiful it makes your outdoor space. Just in time to welcome back family and friends. Shop online and pick up in store. Lowe's, home to the best part of summer. Selection and product availability vary by location. While supplies last, U.S. only excludes Alaska and Hawaii. Interesting Sunday in the NFL because it's practice squad Sunday, the day after cutdown day. Uh, all waiver claims are put in and practice squad is announced and uh, interesting things happening. We're going to talk here with Josh Reed, my friend. And Josh, how you doing today? I'm doing pretty good, Ken. How you doing? No complaints at all. Let's get right to it. Um, first of all, there were only 17 waiver claims league-wide for the players who got cut yesterday, which is amazing. That's barely half a half a transaction, half a claim per team. And to give you an idea, I think it was last year or the year before, the year that Carl Davis was cut by the Ravens, there were six claims on him alone. So uh, very unusual kind of thing. We expected sticky practice squads, and uh, we got them, meaning the, the players are generally staying with their own teams. Uh, the Ravens signed only players that they cut themselves. And here's the list for you folks. Tight end Jarrell Adams, defensive back Terrell Bonds, defensive tackle Aaron Crawford, guard Will Holden, 
uh, wide receiver Jalen Moore, defensive back Jordan Richards, defensive back Nigel Warrior, running back Tyson Williams, linebacker Aaron Adaye, uh, center Tristan Colon-Castillo, defensive back Khalil Dorsey, quarterback Tyler Huntley, long snapper Nick Moore, defensive end Chauncey Rivers, linebacker Christian Welch, and, uh, and tight end Eli Wolf. I'm going to let you start here, Josh. Why don't you pick pick a player on here and talk about his significance? I'll kind of respond and then pick one myself. I think we got to start with the tight ends, and um, I know they they really wanted to keep Eli Wolf, and now they were able to get him back. So um, I I definitely think he's going to serve as that as you know due to the new uh, practice squad rules, the guys can get called up every week. So I think you know, and in weeks they run they really want to go three tight end heavy and not have Pat Ricard, you know be the go-to guy at number three tight end and have him primary play fullback, you know, if they're going against a team that, you know, they'll be susceptible, susceptible to the power run, then I might call Eli Wolf up. So, um, yeah, I, I think Eli Wolf is the guy they wanted. They really wanted, and they were able to get him back. Yeah, it's good. He's, he's probably a little bit hurt right now. So if somebody else had claimed him, uh, well, I mean, somebody else could have signed him to their practice squad, frankly, at this point, but if somebody else had claimed him, uh, then uh, you know the, he probably wouldn't be ready to go right away, and that would be a used uh, a, a roster spot that they really wouldn't want to uh, wouldn't want to take. But I'm I'm excited that that Wolf is back. The player I'm probably more excited about is Nigel Warrior. Getting him back. I mean, there's other players in here who might contribute more this year to the Ravens. But Nigel Warrior, if he's needed this year as a backup safety, could be a big uh, piece for the Ravens. He was the toughest cut, and one of only two. I didn't have. They got them both back, Holden and Warrior, uh, in terms of practice squad signings. Yeah, Warrior was one uh, was my the wild card for me in my uh, final 53 roster prediction to make the team. I, I know it really came down to him and Geno Stone, um, you know, seventh round pick out of Iowa. And I, I really think the deciding factor, because from all reports I've been reading or well, I've read, you know, from training camp, is that Warrior had the more impressive camp, but because Stone was the more highly rated prospect coming out of college i think if the ravens had cut him they would have, they wouldn't have been able to get him back on the practice squad so that's why i think they kind of you know crossed their fingers and hope that they'd be able to get warrior back and that people weren't really reading the plus clip clippings outside of the organization about the camp he's been having and, and that way they were able to get him back and keep geno stone so um i definitely think that um i think i think he'll be active for quite a few games this year if they need him the evidence is very strong league-wide that there's a there's you know, not a lot of movement in these practice squads from team to team. So I couldn't agree more. Why don't you pick us another player here? Um, I like Christian Welch uh, from the another Iowa Hawkeye, um, a guy who I think will be a nice developmental prospect for the Ravens at the linebacker position. They've been one of the best teams at finding undrafted gems, at the, especially at the inside linebacker position to be you know, particularly, you know, going back to guys like Darnell LRB, uh, Bart Scott, you know, the list goes on, Jamil McClain, the list goes on and on. So I think I'm not I'm not saying that I'm not saying that Christian's gonna be the next guy, but you know, he could he could possibly blossom into a nice special teams contributor for you, maybe be the next Chris Board or Toro Alaka. Yeah, it definitely a possibility that and you you mentioned two guys who are on the roster that are frankly a little bit surprising that they spent a roster spot on given the possibility of putting those guys on the practice squad. Alaka Seems like a reasonable practice squad player, and then you would, you know, a player like Nigel Warrior could have been protected, for example. Uh, but they decided that that they wanted their guys and they, their core special teamers obviously protected there. And uh, I think Christian Welch is a potential uh, activation on game day if they're looking for a special, an extra special teams player. Uh, and I'm not even sure you have to really protect him among the four guys 
um, that you protect. They may decide that he's one of the ones they want, but looking up and down this list, um, you know, I think that there's a greater need to protect, say, Will Holden and some others uh, than Christian Welch. Okay. Will Holden, your next guy? Yeah, I'll, I'll move on with another guy. And, uh, you know, the guy I want to mention here is Terrell Bonds. Now, the Ravens have two defensive backs, uh, uh, two cornerbacks that are that are really slot cornerbacks, Khalil Dorsey and Terrell Bonds. And they don't really have that um, – length guy. So they, lo- they lost Josh Nurse in this process. Now, Terrell Bonds is a guy who uh, seems to be getting a fair number of number two reps uh, at slot corner, and he might be a guy that the Ravens bring back to um, uh, to be the slot corner if something were to happen to Tavon. But uh, I'm a little surprised that they ended up with what I would consider to be not the most impressive group of uh, cornerbacks on their practice squad, given they're going with only five corners. And at preparing to play Jimmy Smith potentially somewhere else. Yeah, I definitely thought that Josh Nurse would have been a prime candidate to bring to bring back on the practice squad. Um, but I I do see the rationale and where they're going, like two slot guys, and you know you don't really have a slot corner back up on the roster. You know you could people I heard some talk about Anthony Aver possibly playing there, but you know like I said he's he had a he had a solid camp from the reports that I'm reading, but all indications is you know he's not projected to be good at slot corner. So I think he's more better suited for the outside. So bringing a guy like Bonds, you know, veteran guys had some experience, played in AAF. Um, and then a guy like Dorsey, who I guess who made a few, I guess from reports I read, he made a nice, he had a nice uh, last week of training camp. I think he had like a diving interception or something like that. I read from uh, one of the reporters. Yeah, two guys that are five eight and five nine. So these guys I think are not pl- going to be playing on the outside anyway. But Josh Nearest at six three, that rare aircraft carrier length you love to see in a corner. Take us, give us another player here, Josh. Who do you like? Um, another player I like. Um. I I I got to go with uh Jordan Jordan Richards the safety the he's a, he's a key special teams guy. I kind of lump him in with Christian Walters as, as, as guys who could possibly be brought up on a week to week basis if they need extra special teams depth. You know, say, you know, Anthony Levine or somebody gets nicked up. Jordan Richards is a guy that they acquired uh last uh, they signed last year from the uh, to get released by the Patriots, a nice good special teams guy. So I think he's definitely a guy that, you know, may not make a lot of waves, but you know, special teams is, you know, a key factor in Baltimore and they take a lot of pride in that. The more experience, the more veteran experience you can have at that position, the better. Well, they certainly got – it's a veteran practice squad if you look at it, much more veteran than it used to be. The practice squad rules used to be really tight in terms of how many games of experience you could have, and there weren't these exceptions that exist now. But Jordan Richards in his sixth year in the league on the practice squad, Jarrell Adams in his fourth year, and I just read the Dallas Cowboys signed Brandon Carr to their practice squad. Really? So yeah. I know they had I know they had him in for a visit, and they're familiar with yes. the player. But wow. So the the old rules they don't exist anymore in terms of the practice squad and the limitation, and I'm using air quotes on that of having six players who are exceptions to the basic rule. I mean, effectively, you you have way more non-developmental prospects on your on your practice squad than than uh, has ever existed before. So uh, it's uh, <laughs> those are the only two really older guys the Ravens have in their group. Will Holden is a fourth-year player, so he'd be the next oldest they have. And I think, by the way, also a very important one that the Ravens will probably need to have among four protected. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, guys that you know, like to provide that. That's like Will Holden, who's listed at guard, but you know, it's projected to be a swing tackle for the Ravens. Is definitely a guy that they're going to want to protect. I think, as far as my guess for the three guys, they're going to want to protect possibly on a weekly basis would be Holden, uh, Warrior. I'm not sure about Welsh just yet, but um, definitely uh, Holden, definitely Holden, Warrior, and probably uh, the, maybe even both of those corners, uh, Bonds and uh, Dorsey. How about Wolf? Oh, yeah, I got to forget about Wolf. Yeah, so probably X at one of those corners, probably take roll the dice in one of, one of those corners, Wolf, uh, Warrior, and um, and Holden. And you actually, you get four is my understanding. And you know, we were talking about this a little bit before the show. There's probably some flaw, maybe an additional exposure to waivers that has to occur. But as I understand it, if there's four protections on the practice squad, Plus, you're allowed to elevate two players per week on the practice squad. How is it different to have Eli Wolf as a, and for that matter, Jarrell Adams, if you want to protect him, on the practice squad on a protected basis, be able to elevate them on a week by week basis? How is that different from having an extra tight end on the roster? Yeah, like what we were saying before the um, before we started recording, I feel like it's a kind of a Nice nifty move out of Ravens here, you know, that could kind of have your cake and eat it too, especially when it comes to the three tight ends. They love running multiple tight end sets, and this in this way they'll be able to keep the guy that they really want in War and uh and Wolf and be able to bring him up, you know, like I said, say if they're going against the run heavy t- uh, the team that's susceptible to the run, or they want to take advantage of somebody who may not have enough guys to cover three tight ends that can catch the ball. All right, my four protections, I'm going to go and say that Holden, because they need the extra tackle, Richards, because they really want the extra special teams ace, and that's really what he is, Nigel Warrior, because they might need another safety to come in, and I think Eli Wolf as a guy they could elevate and be a be a third tight end on some weeks. It'll be interesting to see how they do this. I don't really see the need to go out and get a, get a um, veteran tight end at this point. Where do you sit on that? Yeah, so, I mean, you know me, I was clamoring for it weeks ago, but as training camp went on and, you know, the more reports you read, you know, uh, Nick Boyle expected to have more of a role in the passing game. So is Patrick Ricard. You know, he's looking slim down and looking pretty good catching passes out there from reports I've been reading. So I think it's less important now than it was, say, a few weeks ago when everybody was clamoring for Delaney Walker, you know, myself included, you know, Jordan Reed and a lot of those guys who've been around the league a bit. But Ravens don't really need. Yeah, I'm 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 all for avoiding the bigger contracts. W- one last thing before we go here, Jadavian Clowney signed today for a contract that'll be worth between 12 and 15 million with the Titans. All I can say is I'm very glad the Ravens passed at a number like that. That's an absurd number to pay Clowney for a one-year deal. Um, I know they are playing Judon that, but they they effectively set up that franchise tag quite some time ago, and Judon, uh, you know, smartly signed it and. Uh, and they they went through with that, but the uh, uh, Clowney number is to me just a, a a very significant overpayment relative to current conditions in terms of COVID and the cap that's likely to be reduced significantly for 2021 because they're effectively spending dollars from next year if they can save them to next year. And 
to me, honestly, like I have never, I've like not since he laid a hit on Vincent Smith against South Carolina when Michigan played. He hasn't really been the player that people envision him to be. To me, he's an elite run defender, but not a pass rusher. People want to pay him top pass rusher money, and he wants to command that, but he's not that. He got he's been an elite run defender all his career. Some people wanted to say that oh he was played out of position in Houston, but look, Matt Judon. It doesn't have his hand in the dirt every time, and he still manages to get almost double-digit sacks and can cover. So I just – and like I said, three sacks last year for the Seahawks and his first year playing a true defensive end position, hand in the dirt all the time, and he only got three sacks. So I'm, I'm glad the Ravens passed on him. All right. Well, life's good, Josh. Thanks for joining us on this. I think this is a really cool thing. Uh, obviously, a cut-down day and the action on all the roster in advance was all kinds of fun. But I really love the practice squad day. I just love seeing who they who they uh, uh, grab back in. I think the Ravens did a pretty good job. The only only guy I'm really looking at is Nurse. Anybody else that, that you see that or a position maybe that you see that you would have liked covered? Um, I was a little surprised that Jaleel Scott wasn't brought back. Maybe because he didn't want to come back. I'm, I'm not sure what you know the specifics of the situation, but um, that you know I was just I was a little sad because you know he had a you know from all the reports I read you know he had a decent camp you know he wasn't you know didn't have a bad camp by any means. But watch out for those New York Jets. They might be poaching some of the Baltimore Ravens players. Okay, so if if you're uh, uh, Joe Douglas, who are you looking at in terms of the Ravens that you're gonna you're gonna even? And do you think that the four protections are gonna help keep Joe Douglas at bay? I definitely think that the four protections will be the Ravens' primary weapon against keeping Joe Douglas at bay. Because with where by trading Jamal Adams to the Seahawks, and I know they got, uh, I think I forgot the guy that got in return for him. But um, like I said, I think a guy like Nigel Warrior, definitely somebody would have been in their, on their radar. But now that they had the four protections, the Ravens might be able to to, to stave him off. So <laughs> I, I definitely, I definitely think that um, that. Uh, He'll he'll be he'll be don't be he'll he'll be looking, but I don't think he'll be able to to get the guys he's looking at. He's a poacher, that's for sure. So it's it's been always the one thing. The Ravens' defensive line depth has always been something opposing GMs have always poached over the years. It's a it's a good thing. It means the Ravens are always very deep at that position. Uh, probably a lot of their preseason winning was uh, was due to that. But uh, Josh, appreciate having you on. Thanks for coming on uh, on really short notice here and getting this done. And uh, uh, a lot of fun as always. Oh yeah, thanks for having me on once again. We'll talk to you next time on Film Study. Birdland Sports. For fans, by fans. Find more great shows like this at birdlandsports.com. Introducing Guinness Nitro Cold Brew Coffee Beer. Blending the smooth, creamy nitro taste of Guinness with hints of coffee, chocolate, and caramel. Guinness Nitro Cold Brew Coffee Beer, your new favorite part of the day. Look for it where Guinness is sold. Must be 21 and over to purchase. Please enjoy responsibly. Diageo Beer Company, New York, New York. Winning comes in all shapes and sizes. Every day there's an opportunity for a win, just like scratchers from the Virginia Lottery. Every day grab-and-go, every day giftable, every day fun. It's where anticipation meets instant gratification, and they're satisfying to scratch no matter the outcome. Like the new Virginia Lottery Scratcher Colossal Cash. 
It's loaded with $100 to $500 prizes. Now, that's an everyday win. Drive to the nearest Virginia Lottery retail location and pick up a scratcher today. Odds of winning any prize, 1 in 3.21. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.